Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about what to do when the numbers don't work. You look at a property, you think there's a deal, but when you run the numbers, you pretty quickly conclude that the margin's too thin to take the risk. At the same time, you see multiple examples of larger projects in the same area. If your costs are similar, then those other projects should not be getting built, but they are. They too would be suffering the same risks, the same costs, and the same market conditions. So what do you do when it seems that the projects in the same area are getting done and your virtually identical project doesn't make sense on paper? Profits on a project are the result of pretty simple math. So why are your projects not passing the math test? What do those other developers know that you don't? What are they doing differently? A profit is pretty simply the sale price minus expenses. And your expenses are pretty simple too. They're the cost of the land, the labor, materials, design, management, and the financing cost for the property and the inventory of materials. Are the other guys cutting corners? Are they negotiating deeper discounts? Are they getting access to lower cost financing? Are they bringing more equity and borrowing less money? Are they negotiating better hourly rates for the labor component? The answer is yes to most of these except one. The bigger developers don't cut corners. They do negotiate, though. They make sure that their numbers work without cutting any corners. One of the biggest differences that I've noticed is that major developers tend to land bank. We've done this in a few markets with excellent results, and when you buy land at today's price, the land often appears too expensive to justify developing it. In some cases, the developer buys the land and just sits on it for a number of years. They also buy the land with equity and not debt. That way their holding cost is kept to a minimum. Fast forward another 5 or 10 years, and that land all of a sudden looks like it was bought really cheap. The most established developers get access to the lowest cost money. They have strong enough track record that they can get funds that are guaranteed by a mortgage insurer. The banks are then quite comfortable lending money that's insured at low interest rates. These loans convert from the construction loan to permanent financing at the same interest rate, and they're rate-locked for the life of the loan. The only personal guarantee the developer needs to put in place is to guarantee completion. The larger developers focus on getting a flow of work. They get the best prices because they keep their people busy. They bring their subtrades a consistent amount of work. In exchange for that consistency, they get the best pricing. People who work in construction want one of two things. They either want to make a lot of money on a single job, or they want consistent income. They're willing to take less money in exchange for that consistency. The construction business is built on the same principles as most other businesses. Top of the list is managing cash flow. And if you don't have consistent work, then you don't have consistent cash flow. I've seen major builders negotiate some amazing pricing compared with the retail price for materials. You can count on discounts of 30 to 50% compared with the retail price for materials at the big box home improvement stores. And when it comes to materials, Pricing of materials varies widely with volume. If you buy a truckload directly from the manufacturer, you can save about 15% compared with buying from a distributor. And if you're buying in volume from a distributor, you can expect a huge price break from them too if you order enough material. Job costing is an art form, and the larger builders have professional estimators whose job it is to source the right quantity of materials, to schedule the delivery, and get the lowest price. If you're going to pay an estimator, say, 80000 a year, then you need to know you're going to get way more than $80,000 in savings in order to justify hiring that position. 
in order to get more than that amount in savings, you need a volume of business. You won't get those savings on one or two houses. You've got to do much, much more volume. The major developers are not paying $28 for a gallon of paint. They're paying 12 bucks a gallon. They buy enough to last throughout most of the construction season. They buy quartz countertops by the container load from the factory. They're paying $35 a square foot for quartz instead of $75 to $100 per square foot at the big box home improvement store. All of these little discounts add up over the course of a project. The big contractors, they're also the fastest. They show up at the job site with all the materials and tools to get their work done effectively. Of course, they expect the delivery truck to be late, so they bring the needed materials for the first few hours of each workday. It could be that your project is too small, and it could be that your contractor is too small. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.